The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, March 25, 2023. HVC is Havana City Cigars, but they are not made in Havana City or even Cuba. But Rene Lorenzo was. Rene joins us, uh, and since the last time we had him on the show, he has owned his own cigar factory. We're going to talk about that, learn more about it, and more. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you are listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 13th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. I just want to say I lifted my mic up. I am not being Darth Vader right now. That is not me. (laughs) So possibly me i don't know <laughs> am i breathing heavy no we need to we need to coach our uh, our guest here because yeah. he speaks english faster than he speaks spanish <laughs> and i've had to ask him to repeat himself a couple of times downstairs on the sales floor so uh, Rainier, make sure yep. you go a little slower for us because even though it's our native tongue yeah it's sometimes a little too fast i don't know what's going on with this english and the cuban it's amazing. This for me sometimes quite weird. People sometimes say like Lorenzo, I don't have any idea what are you talking about. Okay, <laughs> just go slow, and then I say, well, it's, it's, that's the way I grew up in Cuba, really fast. And you talk Spanish fast too, super fast. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. Like when we talk, and you know, like Mexico, Nicaragua, Cubans. They say, oh, do I? we don't have any idea what this guy is talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you are fast. You're fast talker. Fast talker. Beware of the fast talker. All right, before we get started here, let's let's light up a cigar. Barry, what are we going to smoke here? Well, today's first cigar is the HVC Celestio Number no. 1, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by HVC Cigars. The size that we're lighting up is a 4.5 by 52, and it features a San Andreas wrapper over Nicaraguan binders and fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single will cost you $9.49, while a box of 20 is $167.99, which comes out to just $8.34 per cigar. That's a savings of about $22 or 11% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, go to TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. All right, and this is not your first. This is, uh, well... You're, that's what you're smoking? And yeah, you, I you love, love it. it. I love it. I love it. I mean, just right out the gate, I got a lot of sweetness. Let me wait to get here to see the balance, but right out the gate, I got a lot of sweetness into it. And then, and the flavor is like, if you ask me a question, you say, why you smoke cigars and why you make cigars? Probably I can say it's because it's flavor. That That's what intrigues sure. me. Like when I blend a cigar is 
how can I bring something different to the consumers that what is in the market today? And are you blending for yourself or are you blending for the consumer? Like- I always for myself. And I think I'm wrong in that. But I, I cannot make a cigar for, for people. I make something that I really like. Yeah. I, it's, it's part of me. Yeah. Interesting. So that's, 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 and I say it many times. I think I'm really wrong in that because sometimes well, if people... You, will, if you ever want to play to the masses, they taste, they want something different than what you provide. I mean, the, the other thing is... You know, I would feel, I don't know if the, the best way to say this, but I would feel really bad with myself if I made a cigar that I don't like it, I know and smoke it. That, that's not me. It happens that, it, well, Connecticut Shade, for instance, you don't have a very mild Connecticut Shade cigar. It doesn't exist for you. You know it outsells everything else. And when you do, the day comes that you put it out, you may not care for it, but it will become your number one selling cigar, and you will like it. Not to taste it, but you will like the sales. Right? <laughs> you will like the sales of what happens. Uh, but Ed Ed Sullivan's over there, and he yeah. smokes your cigars on the regular all the time. You, you saw me. When was it? Last week I bought three boxes. There we go. Three different kinds. So he, he may be one of your biggest fans that are over there. But let, let's light it up and see if it's all that. You say it is. Ed Sullivan says it is. Let us be the judge of it. It's time to cut our cigar. <laughs> the official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So <clears throat> do you, you're not a... Uh, taster of your cigar unlit, Renea? Like, you don't even light the cigar and smoke it and hold it in your mouth and taste it? Do you do that? Not really, no. If you, you were to have... You're missing, you're missing out. Because <laughs> certain cigars, and one of them is yours, taste really good without even lighting it. If you were to have a uh, an oak barrel that you would age some bourbon in it, and then you take the, the bourbon out of it, and you take the staves apart, you drink you dry you drink them the bourbon, out. right? You dry them out yeah. in the sun. And then refashion the barrel and just stuff your head right inside the barrel. There was bourbon there, but it's not the prevalent aroma. The prevalent aroma is the wood. or flavor is the oak with a back note of a little of that bourbon sweetness on the cold draw. So are you using any barrel aging to go on this? No. We this are is- not at that stage yet. But we, I mean, that's when I, now with the factory, even before I don't have my factory, every time I want to do a new blend or something, it's really important for for us to try the bell themselves. The bell of tobacco. Yeah. Let's try this biso to see how it came from this year, from different farms, and what is in the mouth. Always I looking for something like clinging in the palate. A sweetness, I always say this. And the other part is like I don't like bitters. I don't like when you taste the tobacco themselves like really bitter. Yeah. Like weird tastes in my mouth. I don't know the right word to say that, but like quite weird. Like you have to drink a lot of water and go sugar on it to get a bad flavor out of your mouth. So that's really important. That, that's the beginning and the step to start doing in a blend and a new cigar. The selection number one, the one that you're smoking now, the viso that I use is a, from Esteli Farm, that's known to be quite aggressive. So you have to know, put it together in the right way with the seconds, how complement well that. Because if I would do, for example, I would say, let's make this blend, I would put it like 80% viso, for example. If I do with this blend without a specific farm, it would be unsmokable. Because that soil and that specific so farm, rich. so rich and so characteristic to have the, fl- it's a bump. It, it's almost that it would be a hero. But it, yes. It is, yeah. 
Correct. I mean, like, I always say this, like, and, and I learned this, like, always I say I've been really fortunate to be around people with a lot of experience in tobacco all his life. And I learned a lot from these guys. And I remember my last trip to Cuba in 2019. I wasn't been at the Rio. And this guy was, was working for American Tobacco in the 40s and the 50s back in Cuba. And he said, you see all this big leaf of tobacco? And that, that's because they put a lot of fertilizers in the soil. Cuba have something you need that you don't need a lot of fertilizer in the soil to get the sweetness, the flavor, this typical Cuban cigars know for it. This flavor is in the soil already. When mm. you fermented the tobacco, all you do is to burn. But the flavor is there already. All you have to do is the thing in the right way, no rush. Let's give the tobacco time and the tobacco will speak to you when it's ready. But the flavor is there already. You don't have to do anything. Right. So there's and no, that's really important. When nothing talk, going on the polones and nothing. Just water. Yeah. Just water and heat. That's yeah. it. Yeah, because it, ha it has a natural flavor from the soil itself. From the soil itself already. Mm -hmm. That's it. We've had some guests that are so eloquent and, and have such a mastery of the English language, and they give us one-word answers, and this dude barely can speak the language, <laughs> and he goes on for 15 minutes. <laughs> we haven't even asked him a fucking question. You know? <laughs> The, the, the word is passion. You can see he's passionate about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. We're going to light our cigar today with the Recoil by Vertigo. The Recoil by Vertigo features single action and a single jet fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank on the side. You have an easy-view fuel window on the other side, a flip-out bullet punch. At the bottom, easy adjustment, all for the low price of $29.99. That is the Recoil by Vertigo. Barry wasn't complaining because he lit a cigar and he's off and running. And this is one of my favorite cigars that have come out from the last year. To mm. me, it's early. We're only on March 25th. But for me, this is an early contender. We don't know how the rest of the year is going to play out, but it's it's that good. Yeah. Well, Ed Sullivan's um, making that vote with his wallet. Oh, he, yeah. He's on it like, like crazy. Um, and, and I love the packaging that you're doing. This the green box and Lime the green box. And, and bright yellow. But does it stand out oh, on the shelf? Oh, we were saying does. that this morning, that nobody has had the balls to go with lime green before. <laughs> lime I, green. I, like, like, I always I say, you always you got to, when I came out with a, with a hot cake, people were thinking like I was out of my mind. Well, what the hell is that hot cake? What are you talking about, right? Yeah. And, and always I like to go like, Thing outside the box, but at the same time, I want to keep the tradition, the beautiful. What is a cigar box? Yeah. When you see all the style boxes, that that's that's what I want to bring for. Yeah, yeah. That, that, and that's a beautiful. I told you about this. I saw you that and the other location. Yeah. And I saw in the shelf all together the three boxes and the yellow one and the three boxes and the green and it was beautiful yeah. it was beautiful something our, like wow look at that our yeah. chat room says you sound like a cocaine dealer from Minnesota, <laughs> Miami Vice <laughs> and somebody wants to know if you could say say hello to my little friend say hello to my little friend there it is. <laughs> absolutely perfect uh, so first question how, how was Luciano oh Luciano is unbelievable he's going to be two years now I profess two years yeah I mean, you know I've been a lot of time in the road so I, I'm missing a good part with him but that, that's war and you got to do what you got to do. It, it's unfortunate, but it is. You're, you're building the empire for him. Uh, he'll step in in about 20 years, maybe 19 <laughs> years from now. Uh, and you're doing it for him, but yeah, you're missing some of it being on the road. And sure. he's walking around and talking and talking. You see I'm talking fast? 
Yeah. Wait for him. <laughs> really? <laughs> Wait for him. Wait for him. So was he learning English and Spanish? Yes. Both. Them both, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that is amazing, too, of your culture that they are multi- Language. Do you know any other language besides English and no, Spanish? No. But a lot of times, there's lots of language in, in for the Spanish that they own. Mm-hmm. They know a whole bunch of different languages, and here we are in the United States, barely getting through. Jonathan's making fun of you, but we can barely speak English, and you can barely <laughs> speak English and Spanish. So you got two two going on. Um, <clears throat> so um, you founded HVC Cigars 2011. So. Uh, uh, on 12 years now, and the HVC was created in honor of Havana City, your hometown in Cuba. Correct. And you still go. Mm-hmm. You still go by. What is your feeling on the Cuban cigar versus the Nicaraguan cigar in your case? I mean, right now, they are in really bad shape. I mean, I'm talking in general, mm. the Cuban tobacco in general. I don't know if you saw the news yesterday. This year will be the lowest crop or harbors and Cuba tobacco history. Rapper or all tobacco? Oh, Everything. Because if they love rapper, they can't make enough cigars anyway. They need, they need that last Only 46%. 46%. That's it. Imagine that. Well, they double the price or they'll break even. That's insane. dollars. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if that is on purpose because the hurricane was not bad. It's I mean, that, that, bullshit, that's, right? that's, I don't believe that. Right. That's simple as that. I don't believe that, yes. right? So I know for inside, they, they're struggling really right now on everything. So yeah. that's an excuse for them to say the hurricane. Yeah. And in the meantime, places like Europe are wanting New World cigars. That's what they call it's it. Right, right now. Right now, everything they produce going to China. Right now in this moment, everything they produce going to China. Europe is screaming for Cuban tobacco right now. That's why you see all these distrib- big distributors in Europe going to Nicaragua yes. to get the new world cigars out there. Yep, yep. This is a Nicaraguan. It's not even a Nicaraguan Puro because you're using um, Mexican wrapper, right? Yeah, Mexican rubber. But more flavor than any Cuban cigar, and you're under $10 a cigar, less than half of the price of the cigar, never mind if you say Cohiba and, and it even goes <laughs> further than that, it's ridiculous. You were telling us Cohiba there now at, at $100? And Havana, yeah. I told you, I was talking to my friend the other day. She wore in Melia Havana store and she sent me a picture. She was only with a few boxes of Cohiba and Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. And the Cohiba went for like one five in Cuba. Crazy. In Cuba. Rolled down the street. There's yeah. no extra shipping there. Ten <laughs> times the cost, and damn it, this is a better cigar. I'm not saying no, that because is... you're here. It's a certainly better cigar wow. because I've had I've had them all. Um, we have uh, HVC. Um, this is the number one short robusto, four and a half by fifty two. Um, what is special about the uh, HVC selection number one compared to your other lines? I think it's the flavor profile. And, and it's because you've you've have this blend on others. This is no, no. This is a new blend completely making my factory. Remember, this cigar is making an HVC factory right now in Estelín, Nicaragua. Yes. We have only eight, eight rollers there. Hmm. So this cigar came out last year, and I say, well, I want to introduce a new cigar for my factory at the PCA. Let me see what the tobacco that I want to play. That's the tobacco that I was talking about from this specific farm that I want to put it on it. And that's, you see, the tobacco. To me, this is probably the most full-body cigar I had in my portfolio today. Okay. So rich. Yeah. A lot of sweetness to it. But the body is up there probably, I would like to say, in a scale A. 
Well, this was the first out of the new factory? Yes. The correct. first out of the new factory. The first out of the new factory. And now the other ones, are you making your old cigars in your new factory? I still making some cigars with Aganosa. Okay. And I switch to my factory of production too. Okay. As well. So you buy their tobacco? 99%. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Have you started growing your own tobacco yet? Not yet. Do you have plans to do so? I will in the future. Hey, um, if you, Barry, you told me 20 years ago, I was a little kid in Havana, you told me you're going to have a cigar company, I said you are lying to me right now, brother. Yes. <laughs> you, I don't have any idea, and now we're talking here, I have a cigar brand, and I have a little factory in Nicaragua. So I, I always, I am the guy that I'm not afraid to keep pushing. You so, know, another guy, so I always going to keep going. Now's your time. You're still a young man. Now's the time to end up doing it. It is a entirely other business now. Completely different. Yes. So you are a cigar uh, maker. You were a cigar maker, uh, um, brand owner, where you sold your goods into the United States and elsewhere. And now you have a factory that produces cigars for you. Mm-hmm. The next, your Correct. customer, which is you. Mm-hmm. Do you make cigars for other people? Yeah. No. And well, just right now, you? we got a roll. We're doing a day around 2,400, 2,500. So, and just us. Yeah. Now, you, you've come up with a lot of blends uh, in your career so far since 2011. Have you felt the agony of defeat with a blend that was, in your opinion, superior and the marketplace just said, ah, it's not for us? I got it already. It's the San Isidro line. We, I have a tobacco that's called the, the San Isidro line. You know, San Isidro was inspired by the big pimp. Down there in Cuba in the early 1900s. Wait, it's a what, beautiful did you get out of that big pimp? Big pimp. <laughs> big pimp. Yeah, pimp. He was a pimp. Okay. That, that is <laughs> All right. I thought I got it wrong. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> he had a uh, harem of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pimping ain't easy. And yeah. It's a San Isidro line. It's a vinyl wrapper, box press, beautiful packaging. And it, that's in all my portfolio. That's the box, lowest. Box press. Box press, correct. And, and what we have learned is. 80% of the people don't want box press cigars. I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense to me, but it's true that they do not want box press cigars. This, this little examples like a Padron, for instance, is box press, and those people won't get off it. But for the most part, the box press one, as opposed to a round version, they want the round version. I mean, Take that same blend and make it round, and you may have a winner. That's the, that's the thing. Like I say, I, I put a lot of like in, in, in the packaging and the blend and that tobacco. And like I say, my portfolio, that's the lowest in sales. And you know you like it. You I love it. It's good. I love it. Yeah, try you it. You never had a berry? Yeah, I had one, Cedro? yeah. Uh, Brett's giving me one. Okay. Yeah. I like it, but I think it's one of those names that don't stick in the American consumer's head. Okay. I think the name hurts that cigar. Hot cake. Hot cake, and, yeah. and now yeah. the secret to that is it's easy to remember. <laughs> this is what we're going to talk on the after show. This is the subject okay. of the after show of names of cigars because you, you for, for you, a le- legitimate Cuban coming from Cuba, and you would think there would be all these crazy Spanish names or something, and some of them are, but then HVC, you made that very easy. Hot cake, which was like hot cake or whatever, and then you smoked a cigar, but everybody remembers it. That's the thing of it. We'll get into that in the after show. But um, so you have to buy your own tobacco now. Correct. So you have to buy in advance, and do you do um, uh, pre-industry stuff y- yourself, or you buy it finished re- um, tobacco? Right now, most is finished tobacco. Okay. I go there, like I was doing before. I try what I like, and I pick it. The viso, the seco, the ligero, the binders, the rubber. 
De San Andrés Maduro, I got it from Gilberto Oliva. Okay. The one that started. All right. And the Habanos as well from them. So 99% of the tobacco is here on my blend is Aganoso tobacco. I mean, you can go wrong with Aganoso tobacco. No, no. Oh, they so have good. something quite unique, sweetness, that to me, uh, sometimes, you know, when you have your own factory, you say, let me go here, let me go there to try these other people that sell yeah. tobacco. And let me see if I can find something that I really like it. And like you say, we have been in the market for 12 years. People know what's HBC flavor, what sure. they spread for. So it, I got to come out probably if I want to do something different with all the tobacco, I say I got to buy and this tobacco is going to be for this specific line that's got to be inside of the box. Well, Aganosa typically uses two types of tobacco that they use all the time. We know the flavor. We When we smoke an Aganosa product. You can smell it in the air. Yeah. You can smell it in you the just, air. You just know what it is. What you're doing here is you added somebody else's. So now you're being a chef that is using an ingredient that they are not. So this is a unique cigar to them. You're using their tobacco in it, but also Mexican San Andreas. Mexican San Andreas, yeah. I mean, right now, you see in the market, probably, I mean, I don't know the the exact number, but San Andreas, Mexico, (laughs) is something that a lot of people love it. When they used to be called Mexican... People didn't, and they added San Andreas, made it sexy. Uh, early 2000s, okay. it, it was looked up, it was very inexpensive, and then they changed the name, and all of a sudden it got popular, and it got much more expensive well, because it got popular. I think the, the key yeah, to this was, particular blend is that San Andreas wrapper adds an earthy component to the sweet and spicy balance that you have in the fillers, and I think that's what makes this blend so unique. Yep. Yeah, back in the day, like Mexican tobacco, I used to think of it as dirty tobacco. And a lot of people use it as binder. They wouldn't dare use it as they wrapper, including a padrone that wouldn't say they used it at all. They were they were ashamed to actually say they're using Mexican wrapper, and they would say it's Nicaraguan, where, where it is Mexican wrapper on it. Most people use it as binder, like Apotagus, Macanudo. It's all Mexican binder. It was used all the time. Tiamo, if you remember that name, all Mexican. I hear about it, Tiamo. Yeah. A very interesting cigar because by itself, uh, and it sold very well, but to me, terrible, by itself because it was so earthy because that's what it is. But imagine all earth, it tastes like dirt, right? Uh, but in, as an ingredient, I think it's spectacular. Mexican tobacco is spectacular as an ingredient. I mean, right now, they are probably one of the hardest rapid out there. Yeah. Excellent. Second, they brought leaf this price is going to the roof. Yeah, and that's because you can't get broad leaf. But now they're starting to do... Maduro type tobacco everywhere. Habano, dark. Habano, dark. Yeah. You're, using, yeah. you're using it as a dark Habano? No, not no, yet. No, no. Okay. Come, coming soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so different businesses all together. You have somebody. You can't be in the factory all the time because you live here. Mm-hmm. So you have the right guy down there watching over. Correct. Yeah. I mean, like, it's like, like you do things in life, right? You got to go step by step. You can uh, more and you run. So we have eight pairs. We have around like 35 people just working in, in the factory in general. And I think I, I put a really good team down there. And, and that's quite difficult, you know, in any business. I don't, yeah. In any business, it's really hard to get the right people behind on seeing they care. Big step. So it, big it, step. It, it's something like like you have to believe in them, and yeah. they believe in me. Yeah. So it's like like... Because, I mean, I don't stop, you know. I came here to the United States, but at the same time, I'm in the row. Every day with them, I go there every month for like a week, 10 days. Okay. And they go back here and here, still in the row. And it's like, guys, this is 
this is it, right? <laughs> this is, I need this, got to be this. They can't screw it up for you. You're done. No, it's yeah. like every day, every day I'm on the phone with them, like any details, any use. I, 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 I am the guy that if I do something, I want to know. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I want to know. Uh, I, I'm not a chef by professional, but I love to cook. When I love to cook, I like my ingredients. I want to know. I, I am the guy that going to the market. I yeah. want to buy. Don't don't give me that. Let me go to the market. Let me touch it. Let me see it. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that that's that's part of this process. And I think I put a, a really good thing down there. So really hardworking people and buying. You know, dealing with Aganosa before there was a tobacco, and that's what you ended up using. Now you're sourcing tobacco elsewhere, so you're seeing everything that's available to you. And so blending becomes a big part of it. You're working on all kinds of different things for the future. Yep. I'm working on a quite big plans. It's going to be a nice 2023. I will put it that way. Do okay. You, okay. I will, I will leave it like that. Do you start off with several ideas where the different tobaccos work well together and maybe you have 10 new blends and you just keep smoking and smoking and smoking and bring it down to a smaller portfolio of new releases? Or is your plan to come out with a lot of new releases at once? Not really. You see HVC in 10 years, 12 years, we have only like 12 regular lines. When you see your price, it's nothing crazy. Like you say, well, what is this? Well, you the know? thing is you have a factory now, so you have a big playground. But at the same time, you want to keep going with the stuff that you know they're doing good. Why you have to change it? Yes. If something is working, don't change it. Yeah, it's just because... Uh, and I know uh, Barry's biting at the bits over there because he always wants to know what's new, what's the new thing, and there's going to be something at the trade show. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> right. I see you smiling with well, grinning. Be, there's one thing at the trade show. <laughs> How many things do you plan to introduce? Not many, probably just one. Okay. That's enough. Uh, El, uh, El Titan de Bronze, U.S., uh, cigars last year. Did yeah, with that, that was a beautiful project. That, you know, first time I was working with Dominican tobacco. Okay. And Sumatra wrapper. Yes. So I remember when Sandra said, hey, go to the room and just try the tobacco and just let me know what you came out for. And I started trying these Dominican secos, Piloto Cubano, and was, wow, I can work with this. And we put together a beautiful blend that La Rosa 520 rare, rare yeah. first time using Medio Tiempo. With Dominican tobacco and Sumatra wrapper and Oblems. it was it was a beautiful project. Nice and made that in Little Havana. Yeah. yeah, you got any thoughts of jumping around and doing a little projects with other people? I mean, right now I want to just focus in the factory. Okay, try to make possible cigar I can. So just that's my focus right now. All right. All right, the cigar is burning absolutely perfect, like a well-aged cigar, and yet it isn't well-aged. It's a brand-new cigar, so it's not that it's been sitting around for a long period of time. We're going through these things, but it burns like well-aged tobacco. Is it aged tobacco to begin with? These three years aged. Three years. The tobacco. Yeah. I mean, not the cigar. Yeah. The cigar, it was aged for about five months before we put on the market. That's good. Good. Yeah, you most see people very, are rushing a lot. Yeah. Very thin combustion line, and most yep. of the ash is mm -hmm. white to light gray, which means that that tobacco has been worked. Properly. And you want to see something nice in here? You know, when Cuba ash, you know, sometimes you see a lot of posts with people smoking Cuban cigar, and the ash is so white. Yeah. That's so fake. <laughs> That's fake. Because Cuba ash is quite similar to this. Look yeah. at this ash. It's not really dark, but it's brown. So when you smoke a real Cuban cigar, the ash is more like like turning to the dark. 
Yes. Not really wayash. Yeah. You know what time it is? It's time to ask the Don. It is. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And uh, Peyton has an issue. Okay. He recently is moved. It, is it Peyton Manning? It is not Peyton Manning that I'm aware of. <laughs> um, he moved to Hawaii. The inside temperature of his house is 80 degrees. And air conditioner. he does not have central AC. And his cigars are smoking a little wet. And the relative humidity is ranging between 60 and 90% naturally in the air. And yeah. he doesn't have AC, so he doesn't have a way to control that. Yeah. So he writes, "My it's a huge email, so I'm truncating it heavily. My cigars are slightly too wet, but drying them out is difficult. I can't simply remove the humidification device, crack the humidor door for a few hours, and let them sit out overnight or dry box uh, because they're too wet. And the air's too wet. I'm essentially trying to reverse the purpose of my humidor, making it a drier space than the room around it. I can get my humidity down with small decadent packs and old cigar coffins that I've dried in the oven, but it only helps so much. As soon as I open the humidor door, the humidity spikes again. Uh, any help that you can offer uh, would be much appreciated. So there's two solutions. You get a dehumidifier and you dehumidify one room. You do have to make sure Closet. that you have a way of exhausting the air coming out of the dehumidifier because as the that unit works, it shoots out warm but dry air. So you've get, you're going to end up with more of an issue with temperature. Really, and this is the only situation that I can recommend this, for a week, if you put your cigars in the refrigerator, which is a cool dehumidifier, dehumidifier yeah. you take your humidification element out of your humidor, which he uses an electronic humidor now that is a, a refrigerated unit. You've got to allow that refrigerated unit to continue to acclimate and to dry out. So put your stuff that you're using to dry out the cigars in there and try to get that humidity down. And once the cigars are down below 60%, when you put them in the humidor, by opening that door, you're going to raise your humidity a little, but everything is going to balance out. The other thing I would say is get yourself a fairly large travel case, and that's what you smoke out of so you can limit the number of times that you're opening that humidor. Certainly in the absolute heat of the day, you want to make that a nighttime activity when the temperature drops and the humidity drops. The, the temperature is a problem because you're going to get insects are going to happen. You're going to get beetles and stuff. Not in not in a refrigerated unit. He's no, able no, to keep right. it refrigerated, but the problem is those units, as you chill air, the relative humidity in that air goes up. I wonder so, what the cigar stores do in Hawaii. you have any accounts in Hawaii? And I do. I have an account in Hawaii, but they use these cabinets. Cabinets. Cabinets, yep. Yeah, and they're, they're running dehumidification for sure. Jonathan, certainly AC. Alex M. wants to know whether the cigars go in the produce drawer or the deli drawer. I wouldn't put them in either drawer, but put, you put them in the butter comp- compartment. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> what what else would you possibly do? You know, if if you have uh, leftover jambalaya or something, maybe that's not the week you put it in there. But <laughs> you know what? I tested a weird thing. I tested thirty years ago uh, during the, there were cigar booms going on, and cigars are coming in wet. 
Hang on. This comes with a caveat. Do not do not do this. Do not do this. Do not do this. And do not do the refrigerator thing either. He and may have to. He may have to, but I mean, that's a weird thing to ever tell somebody to do. Oh, they told me in the cigar authority to put my cigars in the Not everybody. The guy's Nobody. in Hawaii, right. and it's 90% humidity. Yeah, He's in a, trouble. It's a weird situation. But I tested microwaves, mm. and I microwaved cigars <laughs> that would come in, and I tried it, and it actually worked. It, it sucked the moisture out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Peyton. Peyton. Don't do that either. Do not But I did test it. I tested a lot of things. That, and that's I, have, I, I have messed around with the refrigerator. We've smoked cigars coming out of the refrigerator before on a previous show where we had under-humidified yes. cigars, regular cigars, and over-humidified cigars. And it did not change the way the cigar burned. It did alter the flavor, but that was because the humidity was dropped. So the, the refrigerator can be used as a dehumidifier. But Dave's concern is there are other things happening in the refrigerator. There are aromas and yes. scents. So you just have to be careful. You may even be able to have it in a, a, a little uh, container with the lid cracked a little bit so you're not getting a lot of the aroma in there. It's just a he's in a tough situation. Yeah. And that's the only, other than investing in a dehumidifier and, and really paying attention to a closet or a small room, it's a tough situation. Cigars are tasting terrible to him. Uh, you talk about black ash. Yeah. Overhumidified, the, the ash becomes black. The taste becomes bitter, which you don't yeah. like. Even though you don't have a, you have a non-bitter cigar. This cigar has no bitterness to it, but overhumidified, it's going to become bitter. Correct. Yes. The worst can think can happen to a cigar smoker is to get a cigar too wet. Yes. Because, I mean, when they are really dry, all you get is really dry. Right. The cigar not but when the cigar is yeah. wet, it's... The worst. The worst. I mean, the flavors change completely. Yeah. And the other thing is you cannot keep, keep a lip. Right. Terrible. All right, we're smoking the HVC Selection Number One, uh, fabulous cigar, uh, and we'll get to more uh, when we come back. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, uh, more from R- Renee Lorenzo about Cuba and HVAC cigars. So stick around. We're live in the Toscano Cigar HVC. Store. HVC. 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 HVAC. HVAC. HVAC is It's the air conditioner. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority with HVAC going on in the <laughs> on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. 
Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black and White West Tampa Cigars. It's passion with a purpose. We're here with Lorenzo, uh, <laughs> Renee Lorenzo from HVC Cigars, Havana City. Havana City Cigars. Now, the we last are, emailer needs an HVAC. Yes, he does. In his home. <laughs> he is. We are smoking the HVC Selection Number 1 Maduro, which is the one with the San Andreas wrapper on it. If you go to the natural, that is Habano, right? Habano on the wrapper. Habano. Same filler binder. Same filler and binder. The best way I can describe it, the Habano one, you have less body and you have a lot of flavor on it. And my two favorite size and that one is the Toro 6x54 and the Corona Gorda oh. size. Mm. Corona Gorda. I love Corona Gorda. You know I yeah, do too. I, that, that's, you see in HVC, we do a Corona Gorda size. The classic Corona Gorda size, the 46 by 558 Yep. So that's... Perfect uh, size. That's I love it. Sullivan loves too. <laughs> yep. You love it, but your best seller, no. Best selling size. Probably second. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, we, good. We do, we do really well with the Corona Gordas. All right, yeah. good. We good. Do. I like, I like why would, that. He, he, why would he keep he, making them if they didn't sell? Because he likes it. Yeah. If you see the market, Toro is yeah, of the course. best. Followed by Yuzi Robusto. Followed by Yuzi Robusto. Yeah. But for us, 
Corona Gorda, that's really well. All right, good. Do you think that that has to do with how short your Robusto is? It's really a short Robusto. It's a short Robusto. I'm going four and a half. If you see the classic Robusto size, it's 50 by 4 by A. 4A. That's the classic by Cuban standard. That's okay. the, the Robusto. This one, I call it the Chor Robusto. It's a 52 yeah. by four and a half. But on this day, you can see a 52 by five and the, you can call it Robusto. You can do whatever you want. You call it anything you want. <laughs> I mean, but there's a company out there that calls a Bellicoso a Bellicoso and it's not a Bellicoso. <laughs> right. It's a Robusto. Right. I mean, like, think about this, like, I would like to know how the, the, the total size came out. Total size. I know, know the, I know the answer to it. I got the answer. <laughs> what is it? Tiamo. I mentioned Tiamo to you. Toro, okay. the bull. Toro. Okay. So they called it because of Toro the bull, saying Toro, Toro. And they made their 6 by 50 called the Toro. And everybody copied it and said, okay, that is a Toro. But it's Toro because of Tiamo the bull. Because, I mean, you see, like, when Cuba is standards, cañonazo. What'd you call me? Cañonazo. It sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> like Cano, all right? Cañonazo size. Cannon? The, that, that's my favorite cigar from Cuba, the Cohiba Siglo Six. Okay. It's a 52 by 5.7A. Okay. So we have the same size in the HVC 500 anniversary, the Tesoros, is the same size because I did it the size for that cigar. Yeah. Five and seven eighths is six inches. Exactly. Yes. Like, and you can call it Toro. Yes. That's a Toro size. Now, Jonathan, there's a company out there that calls almost every size a Robusto. There is. <laughs> there is. And what about the 6x60? Six 10 years ago, now, that was a big cigar. Right. No, and no, today, no. it's like... I wanted to ask you about your 6x60, your six because in the hotcakes, the, that hotcakes Grand Cannon, the 6x60... Six Strongest. ...is so much stronger and so much better than the rest of the line, <laughs> that it pisses me off because I do not like to smoke that size, but I will smoke it, and that's the only size I smoke in hotcakes because it's so much better and, and so much everybody else than is the mild, the mildest. Everybody else's brand is mild because the filler is weak. I have to be agree with you, and I have a lot of people told me, like, that's what the best drug. your condom. My condom. <laughs> <laughs> your, what? Little, your little microphone condom. Uh, oh, little Okay. Uh, I have to be agree with you because I have a lot of people told me that the six by sixty and the hard K, that's the best. It's annoying. That's that the best. The best. <laughs> they say I don't want to smoke that size. <laughs> they say the flavor, the sweetness that I got the six by sixty, I cannot get it not even in the Corona Gold size. And you know why? Because, because you use high primings to make it bigger. No, because that's <laughs> the Biso 2006. You have a full leaf of those in the cigar. It's rich. Rich. Amazing. Unbelievable. Rich and, and I can fuerte. Do, I, I cannot do that with the 54 and not even with the Corona Gorda. Be because mo most people, when they make a bigger, a thicker cigar, they just take some low priming bullshit fillers and they make the cigar thicker and it makes the blend more watered down. Because you're using that full leaf, it's more concentrated flavor, even though the cigar is thicker. And burns well. It burns I unbelievable. Mean, the, the, the other thing is always like, for us as a family, business, as a company, you got to do your best to get to the consumers. In the end of the day, I, I always say this when I go to a cigar shop. It's not about me. It's not about you guys. In the end of the day, it's all about the consumers. Of course. Right? So, but as a, as a circle... It's like, how can I give them? I always say this. I want to give you something different, something unique, something special. So when you have this cigar 6x60, I say, smoke it. The other thing that was in the beginning, 
when they see a really dark rapper, they are afraid of that. Because yes. they will think the cigar will be like something like crazy, like I'm not going to be able to smoke another cigar after yeah. this too strong. I say, no, that's, that's, that's for me. Let me give you this gift to you. Smoke and you let me know. And an hour later, the guy say, hey, you were right. It's not what I was thinking in my head. Like, it's going to explode my mouth. No. Barry, what did they say in for strength on this cigar? Uh, 65% voted 5 to 6 on strength. It is very full-bodied, but it's not too strong for me no. at all. I'm going to nub this. I'm going to smoke it down to the very end because it's not a problem. But full-flavored, nine. Flavor. Mm-hmm. The strength-wise, six. Yeah, I agree with the six. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it is uh, approachable to even a mild cigar smoker, which is me, that no problem. I'm loving the flavor, and it's not make, sickening strong. And we're balanced. Yeah. The and balance is right there. Like I can smoke another right after, too. The finish isn't heavy like on certain brands that would be full, so full-flavored that the finish is so long, I'm done for the day, and I'll taste it all day long. It's not the case. I can go right to another cigar. I will. I mean, like the, the, the thing is, like I always like looking for four things. Flavor, construction, balance, and clean finish. The clean finish clean. to me in a cigar is something so important because I want to be able. I smoke a day easily five, seven cigars. That's my average. I smoke five, seven cigars a day, no problem. But I want to be able to kick a smoking cigars yes. through the day. And that's the so, age. The age of the tobacco and then the age after you roll exactly. it. Exactly. So, if, if you used old, to, old tobacco and you rolled it and put it right out, there'd be a problem. If you used too young tobacco and you aged it, it'd be a problem too. To do both is time and money. And tobacco has to be fermented, right? Yes, of course. So, yeah. That's yeah. believable. That's right. actually a, a very unique thing because a lot of manufacturers look to have a much longer finish, which I think to the end consumer is a mistake because they will smoke one cigar and be done for the day because the cigar lingers. Whereas this, when you after you blow it out, it's maybe, I don't know, 10 seconds left of flavor and then I got to take another puff because it's it's so clean at the end. All right, let's talk a little about the Havana City uh, and Cuba a little bit. Uh, past year, we've seen major price hikes of Cuban cigars, and honestly, personally, myself, I don't see improvements of the quality of the cigar. The price goes up dramatically, and the improvement of the cigar did not improve, in my, in my opinion. Um, I hear that you collect Cuban cigars. I have in, my, in Miami, I got a... A few boxes, let's put it this way, of Cuban yeah. cigar, they haven't touched it. Because a few weeks ago, I was smoking, so the other one they have opened it, and I was really disappointed. Really disappointed in the flavor profile, too green. I don't yes. know if that's the right way to yeah, say it. Too, exactly too green, correct. you know, too green. Like, the it's, burn was not right. It's and fresh. I was like... I was quite frustrated. Yeah. I don't know. I was frustrated. I like, say, wow, I got this. I was thinking like aging longer to see if things change. Like young tobacco to begin with and then the finished cigar and I'm going to age it and make it end up better doesn't work. You have to start with aged tobacco and then you have to age the cigar also. If you skip one of the steps, which is they're using green tobacco, it's not three years old, it's one year old. And then making the cigar because they don't have enough tobacco. This is we know this is the problem of it. So they they have no back order of of inventory. So they're using fresh tobacco, 
and then you're going to get the cigar finished, and you're going to age it. Well, it didn't age the tobacco to begin with first, so it's not working. This is what I see that happens. The cigar's getting worse and more expensive. I mean, and you're going to see now, we're talking now today in 2023, it's not going to be Cuban tobacco probably now for the next two or three years. Simple as that. Yeah. With the news that came out yesterday that's the lowest, it's like terrible. And that's great for us. We have tobacco. We have right. aging tobacco. Yes. For the new consumers, for the new market. I think they're making a big mistake because uh, everyone's going to, f- real cigar smokers are going to figure this out, in the, especially in Europe, where they're not getting it, and they're going to smoke new world cigars, and they're never going to go back. I mean, I really love what they are doing now with China. Yeah. All the cigars, all the Cuban cigars going to China. They got the money, they spend the $50, $100. And long term, maybe I'm wrong, but you will see they're going to say, we want the new world cigars. China? Yeah. That'd be something if that ends up happening. Yeah, my God. So you've, you've recently gone to Cuba? 2019 was the last time. Oh, well, really? Before okay. the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, all After right. the so pandemic, I've been there. Okay. Uh, severe shortages of lots in Cuba. You have friends there still. Yes. Uh, food, um, fuel, medicine. It's, it's, they really are struggling right now. Yeah. It's yeah. really sad. The pandemic hit them really sad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not the government, just to the people. It, it's what happened right now. The inflation is like a thousand right now. It's insane. Thinking about this, a pound of pork, Yeah, 400 pesos cubanos. When people make fifty hundred, so it's four <laughs> weeks to get a pound of pork. That's it. <laughs> rice, a pound of rice right now in Havana, one thirty-five dollars <laughs> a pound of rice. I can eat a pound of rice. I love rice. <laughs> wow! But you want to hear the crazy thing? Yeah, eggs. Here too, it's crazy. Uh, how do you call it? a cartoon of eggs with how many cereals? Twenty-four. 12 usually, but yeah, no, the, 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 the big they're, one, they're big ones. Now, I seen down there, it's Seri, I seen Seri, the big yeah. one, 1500. 1500, yes, <laughs> pesos cubanos. So, they gotta get a chicken, <laughs> really? Yeah, how much is a chicken? <laughs> right. And make some eggs, right? It, it, it's really sad. Oh it's really God. sad. It's like, wow. So, what are they doing for protein? Not really. <laughs> wow, yeah, it's, it's, it's really sad. I, I feel about what. What the government yes, it is, is the doing government. there. It's terrible for the part. Yeah, yeah. Good Do you have to save up and get a pound of pork? Could you get a quarter of a pound a week? And what is this? Yeah, you can't do it. Is... Have a sausage link? <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast sausage link? That's, that's your, your food? It, it, it is sad. It's if you bad. buy the pork, you want to make sure you cook it properly. That's right, by the way. Yeah, you get food choice. I mean, oh, Jonathan oh, undercooks oh. his pork, and so does Barry. I mean, you can see the potential in, in Havana, because Havana is a beautiful city. Hopefully, I hope they change completely and they get out of that system and they go away, because, I mean, I, I would love to go to the weekend, let's say, with my friends. Let's go to Havana on Friday. We take a flight there. It's only... 25-minute flight. Right, right. And go back Sunday, and we have a great time there. See friends and, and go back. Yeah. It's not going to happen now. Terrible. They don't want to let it go. All right, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars 
with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. <laughs> and Lady Gaga, who is now 36 years old, has announced she's done with bad romances and has taken a vow of celibacy over fears that her sexual partners will steal her creativity <laughs> through her vagina. All of a sudden, this gives new meaning to her song, Poker Face, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. Uh, <laughs> uh, Black Friday, 2023. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Box of 50. Always. 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 That's a tough sell, man. Yeah, it we is. Do, we it do is. all right, but it make, makes it for a tough sell. It is. What size I'm are you gonna, going with this year? I don't know, Barry. <laughs> yes, you do. He does know. He does. Five months. It's it's March. You know, that'll we'll, take us to the eleventh I mean, month. Do we have any, uh, do we have any gases? Months. The Black Friday project is something unique. Like I, I remember when I called the lawyers and said, hey, "I want to try. I want to try Black Friday for cigars." They did the Richard and say it's only a beer company. I said, "Oh, perfect. I want to have the full cigars." I don't know why nobody came out with the idea before. Mm. Every year. It's completely different blend, completely different size. And we never replicate those blends. Okay. The other thing is the price point. Because I always say singing the consumers on that way. I want to give you something unique, something special, something super limited for this. Last year, the 2022 was the first we did without Ligero. It was only Bezos and Seco. Okay. And it was phenomenal. People were crazy about it. People love it. The only thing that they say is 50 count buses. Yeah. That's the only way we're going to keep it away. Okay. And probably this year we're going to do a little, probably not even 600 boxes. Because okay. I'm, I'm quite working with special tobacco that I don't have a lot of those. All so, right. That's your little play, play toy that you play mm-hmm. with. And uh, super popular, and everybody looks forward to it, that's for sure. Certainly my, here. My it sounds like Lady is, Gaga might be interested in your little <laughs> toy. My prediction is going to be the Poderoso size, 6x52. That's my prediction. Because he's in love with his Poderosos on the Selecciones. <laughs> All right, we'll see how that goes. How about a little hint on something coming out of PCA, the new thing coming out of PCA? Yeah, PCA probably are going to sink completely outside of the box this year for PCA. I, 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 I can't wait. That, that's, I mean, I can't wait. I don't like to go. We that's not an before. answer to the fucking question. Well, i just talking. Let me talk. Let me finish, right? <laughs> I say I can't wait for the PC. I, 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 I will go completely like out of the box. You say everything so fast that <laughs> on that one, you slowed right down. <laughs> Something completely different. So you're doing a Connecticut? I don't know, Barry. <laughs> I think you go out, you outside, outside, and you go with like a Honduran-grown Cameroon wrapper. Uh, you know, I, I really like, I, I try a few cigars with Cameroon wrapper, and I really like the wrapper. The problem with the wrapper is what happened with me right now with the Broleaf. We have a cigar that you guys sell very well, the HBC First Selection Broleaf. Yeah. In the beginning, I did a limited edition. It was crazy. That at the PCA. And they were, Lorenzo, we really like this cigar. We need this cigar in the back. I put it back to regular production. Now, I have a lot of boxes and back order because I was not able to get a really good broleaf. Yeah. And, I, and I am the guy, if, I, if I'm not going to get something really good, something that I can, I can work with, I'm not going to buy it. They have to wait. Yeah. And right now, I have this cigar in back order. We've been in back order for two months. And it's going to be in back order for another two months. Okay. The Cameroon is the same thing. Yeah. So, so why That's what it, happened with the Cameroon. Why put yourself in that, in that situation? Just go to another country. Get there, Cameroon. 
Well, he played around with Dominican tobacco before. I'm interested with Honduran, like you're saying that. He's got Mexican that's on this, and maybe something Honduran. I'm, I'm feeling it. Maybe and actually, yesterday when we do it. Some authentic Corojo, perhaps? When we do a event, one of you guys there at the store, that we were talking about candelas. Yes. Mm-hmm. They say probably candelas something they're coming back. Get the fuck. No. <laughs> we are just telling no. you what this guy is telling me. What do you want me to say? I'm telling you. Don't listen to that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no bueno. You get you got um, St. Patrick's Day. You can sell some candelas out. And yeah, try to six, get rid of them as fast as you can. Six singles is how many you can sell of candela. Yeah. <laughs> candela. Do, you've tasted it? Bitterness it, to it. It's like it's not my flavor. Yeah, let's, right. let's put it that way. Yeah, it's it, not. It's not it for me. It's not my it, personal it's flavor. Nobody. It's, it's no, I like it. I like it in small amounts. Once in a while, I have a craving for it, and, and I keep some in my humidor. But it's not something for every day. It's not for mass consumption. It's a once yeah. in a while. Yeah, don't do that, and don't do Lancero. Don't get and, caught and, up in that. And, and now that's funny that you say that because I ask my. I, this is a question that I ask to myself, and how that was popular like, really back in the days. Mm-hmm. Of what? There was no the candela choice. one in in the fifties. Yeah, 60s. how how that was popular back then? Because there was the only wrapper that was available in the United States, and that's it. That's it. Wow, and it was big, big, and it, big, and it, big. it went away because English market selection, the brown wrappers, came in and wiped it out. Yeah, as more people came in with these sun grown wrappers, Habano seed, Maduro, candela went away completely. Wow. And to, to today, in today's market, you don't see a lot of candelas out there. No, even not really. Real There's a reason. Connecticut, Connecticut shade is has lost favor because it USA still has- USA, Connecticut. USA, yeah. Connecticut, because it still has a greenish hue, and the wrapper grows so thin under that, that shade cloth that you can often see through it to the binder, mm-hmm. and it turns Americans off. They want that perfect, creamy-looking Ecuadorian shade wrapper. And the flavorful. I remember the master blender, Senor Ramo, he mm. used to tell me, like, the rubber is really important in the flavor in the cigar. It's almost 70% on the flavor in the cigar. I don't think that's possible. I, I've heard that before, too. Uh, we've tested it where we take the wrapper off and put a different, different cigar <laughs> this on This is it. where the flavor comes from, right here. The, the band? band. Yeah. Some of it does. Probably. Some of it there's, does. There's too many legacy brands that have the same band, and we know the blend has changed, and people still smoke them. By the box. Yeah, because that's where the, the flavor yeah. is. The outside wrapper, the part that touch your, touches your lips, sure. Yeah. But it's, it really is about, like David was saying earlier, well-fermented and then post-roll aging. But, but it's a big change when you got, think about this. You got well-fermented tobacco, right? You have a cigar. You put a San Andres Maduro. You change it now to Sumatra. Same cigar. Completely different Completely cigar. different. Completely that's, different cigars. But that's the well. difference between taking black. Change the binder, it changes it too. You put yeah. black pepper mm-hmm. in the, your sauce or you put red pepper in your sauce. You change, the, you change the heat amount, right? But it's still just one ingredient. If you, made it, but, if you made your tomato sauce with shitty tomatoes, it doesn't matter if you put hot pepper or black pepper. It's still going to be a shitty sauce, right? Yep. Yeah. But it's just you, you're, you're playing with one ingredient that may add or, or subtract a flavor component. I just don't think it's 70% of the flavor. All right. So, Ed Sullivan, what's he going to come out with at the show this year? What's the what's the wrapper on it? Uh, it's going to be a Connecticut wrapper. It's going to be a Connecticut, says Ed Sullivan. Barry, what's you it going to be? So? Connecticut. You say Connecticut, yep. too. What do, you, what do you say? I disagree with Ed Sullivan 100%. I think it's going to be a uh, a dark Habano. 
He's got some tobacco he's been holding on to mm. that doesn't quite work on the selection number one. It's a, it fermented a little too dark. He has a little bit of it. That's why he's saying it's only 600 boxes, and it's going to be a slightly darker Habano. Here's the answer. This is going to be a weird cigar that's going to come out, but it's going to be a barber pole. Oh, two wraps wrapped around. I knew you were he's say laughing. That. He's laughing, but I think I got it. Let, let's see what it ends up being at, at the show. If he's right, just talk Spanglish the rest of the show. <laughs> we'll see how it ends up going. Uh, Renee Lorenzo, thanks for joining us. Good Thank luck you. in the future. Thank We're going to have you on the after show, uh, and we'll, and we'll talk about the, the different cigar names and things like that on the after show. But we're going to go to break, and when we come back, each year we do a father and son cigar dinner, but this year will be a touch different. It's a girl. Father and daughter cigar dinner the night before Father's Day. We're going to give you the details on that as we launch a new cigar to go along with that uh, when we return. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the CigarAuthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. Is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the 3 Pete. 
Handcrafted in Rocky's Boutique Nicaraguan Factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nicaragua, from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black and White West Tampa Cigars. Passion with a purpose. We are back for hour number two and ready to smoke the next cigar. It's an HVC cigar, but it's a different name. We'll talk about that during the after show. Barry, what do we have? Well, today's second cigar is the Hot Cake, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by HVC. The size we're smoking is the number four, which measures four and a half by 52, and it too features a San Andreas wrapper over Nicaraguan Corojo 99, grown in Jalapa binder, and fillers consisting of Corojo 2006 and various other Nicaraguan tobaccos. A single set you back eight nineteen, while a box of twenty five is one seventy nine ninety nine, which comes out to seven twenty per cigar. That's a savings of almost twenty five dollars or twelve percent off on twoguyscigars dot com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, go to twoguyscigars dot com. That's the number two guyscigars dot com. Would you say the wrapper was again? San Andreas. San Andreas. Not the prettiest. Not the prettiest. No, this looks like the San Andreas old. You're right, right. Uh, especially compared to what we we just smoked. Yes. Um, but the taste it, it was it was always the case of both San Andreas and uh, Connecticut Broadleaf. It wasn't pretty, but it tasted mm-hmm. really good. Uh, that's what it is. Time to cut our cigar official cutting. Brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo. 
cut out the federal S-chip tax, and actually lower them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And the Perdomos have a new baby on the way. It's going to be any day now. Um, we have some special cigars to smoke uh, and tell you guys we have a... Really? Uh, we were sent a cigar when the baby is announced. This is Nicholas's wife having a, a baby. Uh, we will... Uh, Smoke those cigars in honor of, of the new baby. So we'll we'll do that when it comes. Um, okay, uh, let's light her up. Cold drawer reminds me of a short stack. Short stack of pancakes. <laughs> Did you ever get a short stack? No, no. <laughs> How would you know? Do I look like an amateur. Yeah. Or or the silver dollars. Why would you do that? A miniature. There's a there's a deli in New York called Harold's. And the pancakes are the size of a pizza pie. Ah, right. He could make a little short cigar and call it the short stack. The size, yeah. huh? He can have that, <laughs> Rainier. He can take that. He doesn't know what that is. Short stack, or you know, it's not a midget prostitute. It's possible if that's <laughs> in the uh, Urban Dictionary. Uh, micro prostitute. Mm. Yeah, that's what I meant. We're going to light our cigar today with the. Recoil by Vertigo, featuring single action and a single flame, fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You got a flip-out bullet punch, an easy-view fuel window, and an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, all for the low price of $29.99. That is the Recoil by Vertigo. Can Can you demonstrate that again? So, does the flame come out at an angle? It does. There is a slight angle to the flame. Huh. And it would, it's for pinpoint accuracy. I like the little glass window, big glass window, not little glass window, not the little thing. You see it big. It's a lot of positives. Is to it big-ass glass? It's big-ass glass. Well, it shows you exactly how big-ass the tank is, mm-hmm. is what it does. It features. $29. They're amazing, Vertigo. I had Vertigo, which was the unbalancing. <laughs> that was it. not that, amazing. That wasn't amazing. It was amazing that... I was so messed up. Yeah, it didn't put you off the Vertigo lighter, so no. still a great product. I was using the Vertigo lighter while having Vertigo. <laughs> so this is the positive things that's happening there. So last week, uh, most of the cigar world was smoking the All Saints St. Patrick's firecracker for St. Patrick's Day. I don't know if you caught it on social media. It was all over the place. Uh, the perfect cigar. I was out of them by St. Patrick's oh, Day. Oh, you ran out. Yeah. Okay. I had one left for that day. <laughs> Uh, but I was I was going through them. Speaking of candela, um, not all that candelaish. The baba pole part of it made it so less candela. Yeah, I found with that I didn't get a lot of the taste, just a little aroma yeah. from the candela burn. It was quite pleasant. Mm. I agree with Ed Sullivan. There we go. Um, so um, United Cigar just announced the re-release of the Big Poppy Firecracker in time for um, opening day. opening day. I opening call day, it the bunt. The bunt. The bunt. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is Thursday, March 30th. It's opening day, 2023. And for the first time since 1968, I don't know if you knew this, Barry. Yes, I, I did. All 30 teams will be playing on opening day. Are you listening to talk radio this week? I don't know how I saw it, but I ended up seeing that that, that was there. Uh, every team will start their season on the same day. That never happens. we got the Baltimore Orioles versus the Boston Red Sox at 110, and opening day begins. When I was a kid, it was a big day for mm-hmm. me. That I, I thought it should be a national holiday, actually. Yeah. And it was always the Cincinnati Reds that started yes. off the season. Yeah. They don't listen to talk radio. 
big controversy this week over they were talking about nips. Yes, Massachusetts is outlawing them. The first city to do it was Chelsea, Massachusetts. They outlawed nips. Mm-hmm. And uh, nips are the little bottles. Again, e- even when I've read stories on it, they explain what we call a nip. Right. Apparently, that isn't a real no. word. I think some places call them shooters. Okay. Different terminology. Yeah. Stop. If you, if you consume a nip during jello wrestling, it's called the nip slip. Oh, really? <laughs> My favorite nips are Jennifer Aniston. So why are, they, why are they canceling the nip? They're canceling the nip because people are, are, are using them and throwing them away. Just litter. Litter. So why don't you make littering illegal, which it is, mm-hmm. and the problem is that, not the product that they use. But if you don't throw the nip bottles out the window, what are the state prisoners going to do when they, they're on you the throw highway the nip out, up. Well, you legalize drinking and driving, therefore you don't <laughs> throw them out the window because they throw them out the window because you can't have the bottle in your car. Uh-huh. If only that's drinking innovative. and driving was right? illegal. That, that's what the problem is. So you got to stem it from the problem. The problem isn't the packaging of and here you have New York that didn't want you to have giant size sodas mm-hmm. and you have Massachusetts that say they don't want little bottles of alcohol. Just big <laughs> bottles. What the hell is going on? Just leave everybody alone. Stop this foolishness of uh, everything becomes uh, illegal. Let's let's stop this. Let's stop that. It's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. But uh, there we have the St. Patrick's firecracker. The big poppy is being re-released uh, uh, this week. So uh, that'll be out there. And on June 17th, on the Cigar Authority, we will launch the E.P. Carrillo Pledge Firecracker with Ernesto and his daughter, Lisette. And um, we are having, as we do each each year, we are having a father and son cigar dinner that we just announced. Uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop presents the annual father and son do- slash daughter, in this case, father and daughter cigar dinner, under the stars at a new place at the Phoenician Restaurant in Haverhill, Massachusetts. This is a Middle Eastern uh, American cuisine restaurant. It's uh, 12 Alpha Street in Haverhill, Mass. It's Saturday, June 17th, 2023, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. The special guest is the godfather of boutique cigars, Ernesto Perez Carrillo and his daughter, Lisette. They are the owners of E.P. Carrillo Cigars, E.P.C. Cigars. Um, You will have at that event uh, two E.P.C. Cigars, one being the Firecracker, Um, that will be that year and another EPC. Uh, there'll be hors d'oeuvres. There'll be a garden salad. Are they heavy hors d'oeuvres? They are not. No. They're regular ones. That is for a different event. <laughs> uh, baked checking. stuffed jumbo shrimp. Jumbo shrimp. It's an oxymoron. It, it is. Giant-sized little shrimp. Is this indoors or in a tent? This is in a tent under the stars, right? Uh, and roast tenderloin beef. Uh, Red Bulls plays, vegetables, and baked Alaska for the dessert. Ooh. That's old school. That's old school, right? Did you say Phoenician? Phoenician. Are we going to check that place out before that event? Yeah, we are. We're going to watch the micro wrestling just to get get a a feeling of what that is. We have Zach King and his band playing uh, some jazz at it because we know Ernesto was a jazz drummer Mm. and maybe uh, he'll sit in. Maybe he'll sit in and play a couple of songs. Maybe, maybe not. Tickets are $95 per person. It's it's advanced tickets only while they last. This event sells out every single year. If you're thinking about it, don't waste time. Pull the trigger. I'm, I'm excited for that firecracker. The the pledge is a hefty blend anyway. Correct. What is it? 
like on, on that little powerhouse, right? It's not for you. Three and a half by 50 with the fuse on it. Uh, we'll see how that plays out. I'm excited for it, too. Um, so over the years... I was going through all the, uh, I, apparently we started this in 2012, so this will be our 11th year of a father and son dinner. If you're a retailer out there, I highly recommend you put one of these events, steal it from me, copy this event. Uh, it, it, to the people that go, they say it's the best, best it's event. the of best year. event. Yeah. For sure. It, there's not a lot of heavy work here because you're there with your son or father or daughter. And just it's you two, and, you know, we bring the manufacturer, they talk for a few minutes of it, but they're, they're there with their son and daughter also. Uh, in 2012, we had uh, Nick and Nicholas Perdomo, and that was at the Lanham Club. You'll see that the place has changed as it is, because this is the problem with doing events at other places. They actually don't want us, so that's the hard part. 2013, we had uh, Bobby and his son, uh, Bobby Newman, at Salvatore's. 2014, Hendrick and Klaus Kellner uh, from Davidoff at Salvatore's again. And then uh, 2015, we had Jose and J.R. Dominguez and Nick and Scott Weeks. And we did that at Salvatore's. Uh, also, 2016, it was Nesta Miranda and his son-in-law, Jason, uh, at Salvatore's. 2017, Tony and Carson Serino. 2018, um, was the event for Eric Hansen and Hammer and Sickle, who passed away that week, mm-hmm. right before the event. Uh, the event happened anyway at the Tuscan uh, Market, um, but that, that was a uh, w- that was the weirdest one of all because uh, you know you're sad and then you're going to have a, a thing. It was just terrible that that happened. 2019 was uh, me and Gianna. And uh, we had La Gianna cigars, and that was at at the Tuscan also. Um, now, you and Gianna could make another appearance and go Garofalo on that one. We could. And it mm. would be, it wouldn't be a repeat repeat. That's it. Maybe. Who knows? Um, Maybe bring baby James. Well, speaking of a repeat, in 2020, we had Nick and Nicholas Perdomo at Two Guys in Salem. 2020. That's because nobody would have us because COVID was going on. Right. And Nick said, I don't care. I'll fly up anyway. And we had it right here at Two Guys, a little smaller event, but we did it uh, as we had to again in 2021. Nobody would have us again. So it was Steve Saka and John and, and Stefan uh, Saka at Two Guys in Salem in 2021. 2022, Nelson Alfonso and his son uh, Fabio at Tuscan. And now we're moving it out of Tuscan. Why? Because Tuscan is closing. And they're moving to a hotel hmm. with, uh, and at the same time while this is going on. So they said, no, we can't have you. So 2023, Ernesto Carrillo and his daughter Lissette at the Phoenician. We'll see how it goes there. Hopefully we have a new home. Would be we'll nice. see. Yeah. Um, but it gets tougher and tougher, and we have to start now working on 2024. We try to tie it in with the firecracker because it's at the same time that that's going to be released. I just got the information on 2024 firecracker that's already in production. Hmm. Uh, these things take so long. Yeah. Uh, so it's more than a year, year's process to, to do it. Um, so we're working on those people. I'm not uh, allowed to end up saying it, but we've got to start putting lists together of um, people that we could, could possibly have, uh, and not. That being said, it's now time for the poll question of the week, and that's brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. 
And we did the best sitcom where we pitted 16 of the top-ranked sitcoms against each other. This is the winner. Came down to a final of Seinfeld versus The Simpsons. Good one. And uh, the lead changed a few times during the voting process. And with 52.3% of the vote, Seinfeld defeats The Simpsons. Seinfeld. Okay. It's the right answer. Yeah. But uh, Simpsons has been on much longer. 30 years. At the same quality it always was? No, but no. The, the weird thing is they, didn't, they don't change in age. They, they can keep going. You know, <laughs> they can keep going and the people. But what ends up happening when one of those people die? You they, get a new voice. New voice, yeah. Yeah, you can't get Mel Blanc because he's still dead. No, did, did Barney change in, oh, yeah. in the Flintstones? I Barney had changed so. over time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And didn't Darren change and be yeah. Yeah. yeah, that yeah, wasn't was even a real actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And nobody on the show noticed it was a completely uh, different guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's Strange. a story behind that. I don't know what that story was. And we currently have a new poll question a week up there. We took 16 manufacturers. Oh, and, no. Uh, little controversial <laughs> pairings that I worked on with the buyer. Uh, they weren't so controversial until he said, no, you got to do this and you got to do that. So that's up there now. And uh, MeWe said it's the toughest initial bracket to date. It's, mm. it's up and running. It's up and running. It's, it's not the top 16 manufacturers. It's a random selection of manufacturers. Yes. I, and, and one manufacturer is against the other manufacturer of the person, not the cigar, not the... the... The company itself. Like we have, I'll give you one of them. We have J.C. Newman versus Atoro Fuente. Oh, well, all right. So you don't have Eric Newman versus no. Carlito Fuente. <laughs> no, it's the oh. companies. Oh, company company yeah. brackets. Mm-hmm. The company itself, not the cigar brand, all, all encompassing. Yes. All encompassing. Interesting. All yeah. right. And... You might not want to look at it because you're gonna. You you might be like, oh, you, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, little little controversial uh, matchups. Why not? As we round out year twelve of the Cigar mm. Authority, next week is our thirteenth anniversary. Is there going to be cake? There'll be cake. Oh, I'm coming. We, we have ordered cake. Have we ordered cake? Cupcakes, didn't you? We ordered cake. As far as we know, we've ordered cake. I ordered a cake. Okay. So yes. we, we have cake coming. It's not going to be big like last year where we had people flying around the country or whatever. You're well, welcome to fly in. Yeah. Welcome to, c- to have come a next week. Cake. Um, yeah, but will there be a cigar associated with it? There will be. Really? So next week we will have a 13th anniversary cigar. And some of our care package members already have it in their hands. Yeah. Yeah, they do. So uh, it'll be interesting to see see how it goes. Uh, oh. th- 13 years. 13 years. Jim Wyatt brings up a good point. You didn't order a lectin-free cake, did you? Whether or not there's lectins in the cake is of no consequence to this discussion. Well, no, next week if he has a piece of that. Yeah, he won't. Are you eating the cake? I don't know. We'll see. He's as yeah. bad as Rainier Lorenzo. Yeah. I don't know. I speak a little slower. <laughs> well, on April 8th, we're going to do it again. And this time, I'm, I'm better prepared for it. I think I got it this year. Barry thinks he knows how I'm going to pick, but he has no idea. It is the Cigar Draft 2023. We're and doing that again. We're doing it again. It was very interesting last year mm-hmm. to me because I didn't understand how it works. And at the end of it, when I lost, I know why I lost. 
I just went cheating. With, no, I went with myself. Yeah. of the best thing, but I have to look at other people. Yeah, you went with the in-store consumer versus the podcast. Listener. I went with myself. Yeah. I would buy my mm-hmm. pack. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if sales were open to the stores, I, I'm a firm believer that your pack would have worn hands down. And that's how I how I, I, went, I go by, but it's a different audience. So you came in last place, but we don't talk about did that Did I come in lot. last? Yeah, you came in dead yeah, last. You did. Mm-hmm. Wow. Dead it last. It won't happen this year. That's what I, I said about, about the meatball. Yeah. It and won't it be just like kept a, getting rubbed in my face. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm coming out swinging. That'll, <laughs> that'll be the... Uh, you uh, came in last and... More than 50% of our listeners hate my guts, and you came in last. That's how shitty your pack was. They love to hate you. They love to hate but they, you. They, they're not going to no, buy my hate. pack to vote me up. No. They bought my pack because it was so better many, than So yours. many people have, that bust your balls have pulled me aside and said, he's a good guy, but it's, <laughs> it's just so fun doing it, right? Yeah. So, uh, Ed, we tied last year, right? I think you won by a couple. All right, because we were tied for the longest time. You also right. bought your own pack three times. No, once. Once. But I think Ed bought his own pack too, right? No, I no? didn't. No, I didn't cheat. <laughs> I remember. I didn't count it toward the final vote. Right. Yes. And then I think you still won by yeah. one. Rudy, go back and listen to that episode and fact check this shit because it's bullshit. Oof. So that being said, let's move on. Right now it is time for the poll question of the week. Brought to you by Victus and Classic. I said it. Yeah, we, did we that. did it. Where do, am I on? Do you want me to ring the bell? No, again? don't do that. We did that again. <laughs> Early thoughts on I, the, I got the I got, HVC hotcakes no, is where I, we're at. I want to go to the grand opening of the Nashua location. Oh. So uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua has remodeled their store. Sammy B, who's doing the cake, he's also <laughs> the guy... Remodeling the store. He, he did a nice. He also, I was visiting with him last night. We played some cribbage. I whooped his ass, by the way. He did a nice um, job on those railings. I hope the cake nice comes out just as good. But uh, he did not only the construction and the painting. He also assisted in the HVAC and he assisted in the plumbing because there were. He was a GC. There were all kinds of problems, and he had to get in there and be the problem solver. Jonathan, was it, what, and he's paid for that. Yeah, yeah I GC, just didn't realize. I just didn't realize how much he actually does, did. Does he also assist on the HVC or just the HVAC? Just the HVAC. Okay. Yeah, yes. He by likes way, HVC. By yeah. the way, Rudy says, I normally back Mr. J, but this time he's wrong. Oh. He didn't that, go back and listen that That fast. I said, I did say, you I bribed deducted him. one from my total. You, the you one bribed I bought. him. He bribed him. Anyway, um, <laughs> the, the remodel is fantastic. You didn't go in the, in the bathrooms yet. No. So the bathrooms are red. And what did I show him? A picture of The Shining. Huh. Remember the bathroom at The yeah. Shining? I said, this is what I want. <laughs> and he goes, really? Why you do you want to that? talk you out of it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I want red bathrooms. So is it Blood the, red. Is it the same red or it's even bloodier red? It's, it's pretty red. This happened one other time. Uh, there was a $15,000 coffee maker. And mm. the person selling him the coffee maker said, you absolutely do not want this coffee maker. Right. No, 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 I want it. And then after we got it, it turns <laughs> out he wanted it just because there was this one light on the back. Red. He spent yeah. way too much money on this coffee maker that was a pain in the ass to make coffee to get the red light. You're obsessed with red. Hmm. I don't know. It says something to me, whatever. It's, it's your favorite color. After it hour, isn't. After hours, it'll be an S&M club, the red room of <laughs> Yeah. 
So well, there's reasons for this whole thing. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll all come together on Friday, April 21st, 2023. You'll understand what this lounge is all about when uh, you get there. And a cigar launch, right? It is. So it's going to be 6.30 to 10 o'clock. We close at 6 o'clock. We'll close. We'll reopen at 6.30. And the cigar party begins. Uh, you will have uh, heavy hors d'oeuvres. You mentioned the heavy hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> And I, I talked to the caterer that's coming yeah. here, and I said, I want heavy hors d'oeuvres. And she had no problem with it. She understood <laughs> exactly what we wanted to do. I've just never heard the expression before. And of all the things on the flyer, that's the only question I get asked <laughs> is, what are heavy hors d'oeuvres? You're going to so have to come and see. I'll be there. And I do have the list, but I'm not going to read it out no. to you. You're going to see what heavy hors d'oeuvres is if you come there. We have live entertainment. Are Who there lectins I- in the hors d'oeuvres? There do are. I have to front end load? You got to front end load. All right. I'm going to bring a scale and weigh each hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the live entertainment, I said, okay, what am I going to do for live entertainment? Um, Sammy B, who's going to be proud to show the place off, he's also not only just a baker and he, and he cooks cakes, but he's also a musician. And he's not going to be there with one band, but actually two bands. Huh. Uh, one is called Just All Right that we've seen before. Yeah. And the other one is Rhythmic Overhaul, which I haven't seen before. Rhythmic Overhaul is him with... Chrissy, who does the Ashholes podcast, and she's a singer, and it's an acoustic type thing that they're going to do. So I'll see them for so the first time. Is Sammy B also making the cigar for that night? He is not. Oh, it seems like he's doing everything else. <laughs> making a cigar for that night is Roma Craft Cigars. It's a special cigar for that night. It's the launch of um, a brand new cigar, a pre-release of the Intemperance Volstead 1920 cigar. Now. Even though it's the Volstead cigar, will there be alcohol that night? There will be, because it is a cigar bar. Uh-huh. It has a cigar bar license, and there'll be people serving alcohol. So that could happen, too. And Mike Rosales and Skip Martin from Romacraft are flying in. Nice. They'll cut the ribbon, and we begin. We what begin. color is the ribbon? It is yellow. <laughs> you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Jonathan might want to tie it. Yes, he does. I'm I want sure that I ribbon at the end. So that will be uh, the exciting things that will happen there. So uh, early thoughts here on Hot Cake. And let's do a little comparison shopping with um, the last cigar we had, the uh, HVC Selection Number 1. So I find the Selection 1 to be a more refined cigar. Certainly more full-bodied. This has a like a jalapeno powder mm. kind of flavor to it, whereas the other one was a, a very standard, straightforward Nicaraguan spice, which you wouldn't be able to put your finger on exactly. Maybe you say a white pepper, but not exactly white pepper. This is specifically, I think, a jalapeno powder with the spice. You're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. Bill Burr. And the finish is a little longer on this one compared to the last one. Can we get Bill Burr on the show? No. Just for once and once and for all, just <laughs> explain to him that he's not you're not just tasting smoke. Well, he's missing the whole thing. Listen, it's difficult to get in touch with him to explain anything. Right, right. He's he's our number one asked for yeah. guest. And I, I think that's partly our audience who knows we want him to be here. Ah. He's Boston, right? But he's not from Boston. He's from California now. He lives in picture. L.A. Yeah. But we got to get Bill Burr. That's, that's the goal for 2023. Um, as the 
HVC selection number one, we said was a six or a seven? Six. Then this has to be a five. Yeah, I'll give yeah, you that. Five. So I would rather go six, seven at this point, but because I think this is more than medium. But it's not as strong as the the uh, HVC. committed to too low of a number. Right. is what you're saying, right? Mm -hmm. And I'd like to go back and change my uh -uh. original. You can't, so I got to no. go. So I got to go five. Yeah, or five. So you're and starting. A half. You're starting to actually understand what we're talking about with the numbers. You're coming around <laughs> to the real numbers instead of your bullshit overinflated numbers. Well, we'll see how that goes. Uh, all right, let's take a break. And when we come back, uh, the confessional. Three emails to get to and a prize to give away, and the New Hampshire congressional update on fighting in new hampshire i have a final decision to share with you when we get back we're live in the toscano soundstage and you're listening to the cigar authority on the united podcast network the following message is brought to you by drew estate drew estate the rebirth of cigars and the new drew diplomat app Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Havana wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake. 
Jose Dominguez, not singing a song if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Hey, this is Michael Harklotz with Ferry Otago Cigars, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black in White West Tampa Cigars. They are passion with a purpose. We're back. We're smoking the hotcakes now uh, from HVC Cigars, and we're going to have uh, Renee Lorenzo on the after show, and we're going to talk about crazy names of cigars. Uh, while he's not here for a moment, is Hotcakes a good name or a bad name? Well, it's recognizable. For a cigar. I thought it was terrible when it came out, but it's easy to remember and easy to pronounce. Yeah, so at the beginning of it, you say, what a stupid name for a cigar, and it turns out maybe a really good name for a cigar. What was really stupid was trying to do an event around it, calling it Brinner. Right. (laughs) Which was was fantastic, by the way. Best eggs you've ever had. Every time I smoke it, I'm looking for hints of maple flavor, and it's not there. Maybe his next cigar is a flavored cigar. Oh, God. Maple maple syrup. (laughs) Huh? Can we please, can the studio audience have an intervention? He said really him? out of the box for him. What's going on is really out of the box for him. Yeah, it's not going to be flavored. Barber pole? The, the, you, you got a better what? shot at barber pole. Maybe the answer was right in front of us. Maybe he's coming out with a bundle cigar. That would be out of the box. Oh, oh. look at you. I, I think you got a bell for that. I think you got it. <laughs> I think you got it. He's got a factory, yeah. and he's got to certain tobacco. A good factory has to use that tobacco right. for something that's not the, the right thing. He's got a bundle cigar coming out. out I believe that box. is right. That makes all the sense in the world. He says, out of the box, you have something there, Barry. You have something. Uh, I have something. I have some news on the New Hampshire Congressional uh, Congress trying to raise the tax in New Hampshire from 0 to 67%. It is HB 510 relative to removing the exemption of premium cigars from the tobacco tax. I met with the House Ways and Means Committee. They they put this bill out there on January 11th, 2023. Again, this is the third time trying to remove the exemption for premium cigars. Uh, Representative uh, Horagas Straff. That's a name you don't hear much of. Horror I've never heard it before. Yeah. So anyway. Popular uh, in the 20s. <laughs> yeah. Um, they keep coming at us and they keep gaining. Um, traction. Traction, yeah. Which is the name of the game. That's what you do. Just keep doing it. He's going to be there and he's going to keep pushing this thing till he gets it. He seemed to get more people than, yeah. than 
previously to it. They're waiting for the year when you don't show up. Right. When nobody shows up, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why I showed up. And unfortunately, I was the guy that showed up. But fortunately, I was the guy to show up because the great news is we won and premium cigars will not be uh, taxed this session. So that was supposed to happen on July 1st if, Mm. if this tax went through last week, if they ended up voting for it. Uh, as of July 1st, we would have a 67% tax. Good news. You can cancel the movers. Right. So it will not happen this session. The next session happens usually in July mm-hmm. uh, when we're at the trade show. It's the second half of it. Who knows if it comes forward? A lot of these times they know when the trade show is going on, which, by the way, you heard the trade show has changed next yeah. year which is good um, that I can take care of business in January, February, and March mm-hmm. up until April mm-hmm. when, the, when the trade show is going to be next year. Uh, but this year it's going to be July, and i got to worry about when it happens. And many times I was sitting there at the trade show, and something would pop up, and I'd get notification that uh, somebody put a bill in, and I, there I am uh, somewhere at the trade show, and I'm like, ah, shit, as soon as I get back, i got to go take care of this. Um, so it happens, but it is not going to happen. Knock on wood, it didn't happen. And we always have to be looking at these things. Uh, whatever state you're in, as these things come up, you got to fight it and you got to let them not gain strength. That's the whole thing that it builds. It did build. And uh, oh, I just shit my pants. I thought you were throwing to the strength and character <laughs> I segment. I did too. <laughs> it was strength and build. No, no. <laughs> what? What I do want to. Uh, and did we get anybody with a confessional? This we week? did. Yeah. We did. Okay, beautiful. Right now, it's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis, voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year, All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, <clears throat> confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? And this confessional was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Good afternoon. My guilt has overcome me. The Bible states in Matthew 5, 21 through 45, that is the New International, I'm sorry, the New King James Version. Uh Uh, You have heard it was said to those of old, you shall not murder. And whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment. But I say to you, Whoever is angry with his brother without cause shall be in danger of the judgment. This guy killed his brother? Forgive me, Father, <laughs> for I have sinned. I've listened to the Cigar Authority for several years now. Michael that, Colleone. That's a sin. While they are very informative and helpful, every time Dave massacres the English language <laughs> and Spanish, and I don't even speak Spanish, and I know he's butchering it, I want to choke him with his own large ring gauge fingers. <laughs> Signed anonymous. So wanting to choke somebody and actually choking them, is it is it a sin? Wanting oh yeah. To? oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just thinking it. Wow, listen, King James. They, they, they and it, well, you around. said it's a new King James. How new is it? Well, I, I'm sure that they. <laughs> it's very old. It's very old, and they call it new. I got a problem with that. But, but it's <laughs> it's new compared to the old one. So thinking bad thoughts. Oh, choking me. 
It's not nice. But, I, but what you do need <laughs> no, to grasp nice. your language it's a too, little better. Is it too late? It's too late for is me, it, right? We got Barry finally saying why, while instead of why <laughs> for his box. So what, He what doesn't is, do it every time. What is the word that I... There's too all many. of them. Right. There's too many all words, all so you can't... Them. It's too late. You got to accept me the way I am. Yeah, well, we better give Doesn't him a, make him want to choke you less. Yeah. We'll give him a penance. Ah, oh, geez, I don't know if that's all that bad. Scott. Try to smoke at least one All Saints, St. Francis cigars this week. Yeah, just smoke one and get those ugly thoughts out of your mind. <laughs> I don't want I like to. How it's, I like how it's his fault for hating your butchering of the English language. It's not your fault. <laughs> you don't have to try any harder. He doesn't have to hate on me. If I said, you if I said to you, Dave, I just can't, I just can't do my job any better. I can't. You'd say, "All right, I'll get someone else to do it." Yeah. All right. So you gotta, you gotta get a little better there, with the Spanish. There were a lot of talk more. <laughs> you guys talk more. I have to do all this talking because they're not filling in. There were a lot of people commenting on your testimony, saying, "Well, how is he so eloquent when he butchers everything on the show every week?" He had a couple of moments. Yeah, I'm sure. I've what? watched it a couple of times. Well, at the same time this is, thing is going on in New Hampshire, and we have to pay attention to New Hampshire, the same time nationally stuff is happening. And former governor and senator now of New Hampshire, Gene Shaheen, introduced to the Senate in February 16, 2023, a no-tax exemption for e-cigarettes and tobacco ads act. So what does that mean? That means this bill would deny a tax deduction for expenses relating to direct-to-consumer advertising of any tobacco product, including electronic cigarette delivery systems and cigars. So, so here she is. She was our governor. I know her. I've been to see her in, in D.C. too. You get along well? We don't get along badly. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I always got from her was, you know, I'm not going to vote for you, Dave, but I'm not going to go against you, which if, you, if you're not for me, you're against me, right? It's, so ba- basically breaking this down, it is if the company has expenditures with respect to advertising, they can't deduct those expenses from we, there. So we are in the media because we have advertisers that are on the show. And when somebody buys an ad from there, of course, they deduct it from their taxes because it's an expense, correct? a, a legal write-off expense of spending money on advertising. Now they would take that away. If they did take it away, maybe you'd find some manufacturers paying 40% more because they can't write it off and right. saying, I'm not going to advertise and hurt us, hurt Cigar Aficionado, hurt Cigar Journal, hurt every blogger out there that's getting any advertising thing, and hurt the overall cigar industry as a whole, and there's no need for this. So I'm at work trying to end up stopping this. Um, I don't think it has a great, great chance of do, of, of passing. Well, if That's they, not her first time bringing this up again. They, they bring this up so that they continue to... But they can it. omnibus it, and then... I'm going to wait until the session is over. She comes back to New Hampshire. I make an appointment to go see her in her office or her people. I think I can get to her and then say, can you just let this go? And what is the problem? Why are you doing this? And she's getting up there in age. Although with the Senate, they stay there forever and ever till they die. Um, So I I don't see her her backing off or whatever, but I'm going to try. Because if I don't try, then they see nobody in opposition if, of it. If it comes down to it, could you take her in a fight? Oh, I could take her. Be careful with that. <laughs> but you don't fight a girl? No, you're not supposed She's to. She's older than me. 
Yeah. Uh, Don and Ron, who visited us on their birthday last yes. week, yes, uh, sent us twin uh, brothers on their sixty-fourth birthday. They each sent us a little care package with some pins and yes. some coins. And- and Police for Barry's um, badge collection that yeah. I've known him for eight years, never mentioned it before. Now I've he has a badge it collection. Numerous times on the show, and I've um, had listeners send them in. They sent us not only the the gifts, but a couple of handwritten notes. Thank you so much for an entertaining birthday last weekend. It was great to get to meet all of you. Stop breaking Jonathan's balls. He Why? was nothing but a gentleman toward us. Hmm. Speaking of breaking, speaking of breaking. Do you, do you want to say anything? There was some damage to the mugs. We got two mugs out of it, so sorry, Ed and Barry. You guys won't be having any coffee. They will not be working for my shipping department. <laughs> shipping glass mugs. If and- I come home with another mug, mug, my wife will kill me. Oh, so beautiful! It's worked out. All right, so you and you and Ed can have the mug. No, if uh, I come home with another one, I'll get killed. Yeah. So yeah. You know, so Jonathan right. and Ed. It doesn't matter to me. It's nice. Do you even drink coffee? I only see you ever drink Diet Coke. No, drink he drinks coffee. a lot of coffee. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he drinks plenty of coffee. I hide it from you. All right, we got a prize to give away. And uh, you know what? You were saying the thing about red, and I, I just noticed that my cutter is always yeah. red. Mm-hmm. You ever noticed that? I, I, I have. Well, the I very have. first time we had the cutters, the red cutter was mine, and you had the brown cutter. And then the next week, it switched, and you got the red cutter, and I just never argued with you. It's black. It's not brown. You're colorblind, and it is brown. Is brown? Brown on black, yes. Looks black to me. Well, mm. I can't help that. All right, let's go. Let's get to it. All right, this week's prize is brought to you by the folks at Romeo and Julieta. You've got a cigar carrier, a butterfly cutter, a torch lighter, and a backpack. And this, these, these are not um, set up by size there. The backpack mm-hmm. is, a, is a lot bigger and can hold all of the other three items. Not and, actual and, size. And right. all the other things are in red. Yeah. Yeah, so now you want you that gonna, prize, don't you? <laughs> kind of. I didn't know I wanted it, but now I do. <laughs> Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Adam writes, five packs. Guys, longtime listener, first-time emailer. Over the past three years of listening, I've found that Dave's cigar preferences frequently align with my own palate. Ah. I share Barry's affliction for big-breasted 80s soap stars, and I have a psychotic ex that rambles on like Mr. Jonathan describing the flavor profile of a new cigar. Cue the Bill Burr soundbite. There you go. Uh, you previously mentioned that five packs of cigars that other large online retailers sell do not measure up to the quality standards of the box cigars the brand sells. Sometimes. What makes these cigars different, and why should we stick to singles or boxes from our local brick-and-mortar or two-guys cigars? And the reality is a lot of companies sell bands, and the big mail-order companies own factories, and they put bands on cigars that and in the end look like the ones but there's a reason. If something looks too good to be true online, it probably is. You wouldn't buy a Bugatti for $2,500. It should be the same thing with cigars. Yeah. They, sometimes they're different. Or, and there's something a little different sometimes on the cigar that it says a little something different that's there and the average person doesn't, doesn't notice if you, it. Yeah, if you see the term buy, X cigar buy manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. It is not the that, real thing. Yeah. And it's maybe a different it, trademark. You know, we'll complain as a brick-and-mortar retailer and say, oh, my God, you got this cigar out there. It's $3, and I'm paying $10 for the cigar or whatever. You go, oh, that's different. It's the such and such. <laughs> I say, nobody knows that but you. Yeah, you put the buy in such small letters. Yeah. It's like four-point font. So sometimes they're different. There has been cases where there's a legitimate cigar that, that's in there, but far and few between, I'd say. 
All right. The following message also submitted through the Contact Us page. And Lauren writes, my wife and I recently traveled on a cruise in the Caribbean Islands. So Lauren is a man. We don't know that. My wife and I. Could be a girl still. Oh, wow. Okay. We're in 2023. Yeah, I got to get with it. <laughs> it's been going on for the last 20 years, buddy. All right. Um, I had asked you about the cautions on Cuban cigars. In Mexico, we went to a corner cupboard that had cohibas, in quotes. The shop guy first peeled the well-used sticker to show them to me. I remember the show where you all talked about how they cheat to sell the Cuban cigars. I saw boxes of different blends that they carefully opened and the cigars were all mixed. The shop guy got down to $200. He was at $355 for a box of Cubans. I did not bite and shared all the info I learned with my wife from your show um, about being cautious. Thank you for taking care of us and helping protect us, making me... A cigar authority. Yep. Keep up the great work. Yeah, people don't negotiate on Cuban cigars. Yeah, and as, as you heard from Lorenzo, uh, Rene Lorenzo was in Cuba, and it was $105 for a Cohiba <laughs> in Cuba. So you take that $105 cigar, and then you bring it to an, an island. Who Ship you, it to You know you country. just paid $15 for, for a beer mm-hmm. uh, that cost a dollar that what do you what do you think so all of a sudden the cigar is two hundred dollars for a box of 20 it's ten dollar cigar is it impossible it's impossible it's fake and the following message was also submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com and our good friend hasib is at it again oh boy don't act like you know good morning gentlemen and fake liquor authority barry (laughs) normally i wouldn't have such a harsh opinion of barry but this week's show disturbed me slightly. Hmm. All in all, it's not a big deal, but how can you claim to be the liquor authority and have no clue of what goes into a Long Island iced tea? Ah. On the show last Saturday, you said that a Long Island iced tea is a majority of Bacardi 151, and that, my good sir, is not correct. Yeah, he's wrong. A Long Island iced tea is five equal shots of gin, rum, vodka, triple sack, and tequila with sweet and sour mix and a splash of Coke. I need you to get it together if you're going to call yourself the Liquor Authority. I'm not going to comment on your posts whining about having to do your job. I will leave that for another day. Besides that, you're still my guy. Dave, take care of yourself, man. It sounds like you've had some real issues happening. Thank you all for the entertainment. Speaking of issues. Yeah, what you- is with that, saying it's two hours of your life you can't get back? Do you not want to be here, Barry? It's a running joke. With who? My people. My people. Yes. Both of them? (laughs) Why do the rest of us have to read that shit? Dave, I want to know whether James showed you how to use the sippy cup. It's there. Uh, He hasn't been over since I brought it home. I didn't bring it home all this time, and I just brought it home the other day. So it's there, and uh, hopefully tomorrow he'll show uh, show me because it doesn't work as far as I'm concerned. But my wife said, yeah, he'll he'll do it. I said, try it. You just can't get anything out of it. Yeah. What's the trick? And he goes, they, they do it somehow, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, it just doesn't come out. But we'll see how it is. So you like Hasib because he, he makes fun of Barry? Yeah. Was that and, he, the and he drinks girly drinks. Long Island iced tea is a girly drink, but you didn't know what was in it, or is he wrong? I guess you could make an argument that it's three quarters of an ounce of everything, but the rum is what stands out in the terms of the liquor. It's the most overpowering liquor. Mm. I think Hasib is more right than Barry on that. Yeah, give it a Hasib. Give him one. Did he ever win 
I think this is his first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's written in a lot. He's written in thousands. Barry. That's all it takes is shit on your guy, Barry. Barry's not going to pack it very well. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nothing breakable. I, I, I will uh, teabag each and every item in that package. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's get to it. Let's get to the classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. America. Classic cigars. All right, you're a champion, Ed Sullivan. No, I think Jonathan. I think I swept them all. I think I swept it. You last did. Week. Okay. Born today is the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, American singer. Some of the best known work include "Respect," "I'll Never Love a Man the Way I Love You." She was born in Memphis, Tennessee. Today, what year was that? 1939. 39. 44. 44. I had 42. 42. Two points. Ed Sullivan. This is how it's done. Barry Stein. Don't be so excited that I have zero points. <laughs> Reginald Dwight. Also Elton known John. as Elton John. British singer, composer, pianist, uh, who was known for popular music and stylish showmanship, was born today. Elton John, born today what year? Call him Sir, God damn it. 1947. 47. I'm sticking with 1942. 42. I also have 1942. 42. Two points. Barry Stein. How to come back. He's a big fan of Elton. How to come back on that. Uh, Over to Ed Sullivan, big fan of Sarah Jessica Parker. Nice rack. She was born today. She's the actress from Sex and the City. She was born in Ohio. What year? 1963. 63. 69. 69. 65. 65. Two points. Barry Stein. Damn it. One question left. Barry Stein's got four. I hit my head on the way to work. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Sullivan's got two. Mr. Jonathan Stop has in the toilet seat none. On Last question, Mr. Jonathan. Chaz Bono. <laughs> You've got to be fucking kidding me. No. <laughs> Chaz Bono was Chastity Son Bono, also known now as Chaz Bono, American actress from Sonny and Shea show, The Only Child of Sonny and Shea, born today in Los Angeles, California. Chaz Bono. 1970. 70. 73. 73. I had 72. 72. Everybody is over. 1969. So Barry Stein is our new champion. Congratulations. Thank you. Talk about a speed round. We did that under three minutes. That's it. We had to because we're running out of time and we have to bring Renee Lorenzo back for the after show. So final thoughts here on the um, hot cake and your comparison or favorite between the two of HVC uh, selection number one. I actually prefer the selection number one. Um, I and In that particular line, I, I tend to lean toward the Habano, but the, the darker one was very, very good. I like that size in it. This is good, 
but unfortunately, I always gravitate toward the Grand Canon in this one, so I have to disqualify this size and say I preferred the Selection number one. Okay. I've been smoking the Selection number one like hotcakes. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I gravitate toward that, especially now in the natural line, which is the Habano. And Ed Sullivan, who's a hotcake fanatic anyway, has been buying a lot of Selection I number one. smoke them both, though. Yeah. Probably in about equal numbers. All now. right. So you got to pick one of the two you just smoked. Pick a child, That's Ed Sullivan. It? That's it. I got to pick. You should pick one. I gotta go selection number yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, listen, if they're gonna cheat on you and, and switch one from the other, let it be from your other line, right? <laughs> of what it is, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. Uh, that is it. So next week on the Cigar Authority, it is the freaking Catalina Wine Mixer. It is. Why do we say that? We're going to explain that on the show. And uh, we celebrate 13 years of the Cigar Authority, the past, the present, and the future. We're coming up on 700 episodes. We never missed one. Uh, what else do we have to prove? I'd say nothing. So we'll talk about that, and let's see. We're going to have cake. And until then, mm. you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And Dave Alita, too. You may have learned something this week on The Cigar Authority, which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.